0: I mean, here's a guy that criticizes everybody, whoever they take. He's got the answers uh, who you should take and who you shouldn't take. And all of a sudden, he's an expert. He's in our paper two days ago telling us who we have to take. Welcome, everyone, to the Believe in NFL Draft Prospect Podcast. This is Ryan Roberts, Rise in Draft on Twitter. Also the director of scouting over at NFL Draft Bible, an official partner of Sports Illustrated. Exciting one for you. Uh, to bring you today, we have the prospect interview, of course, which we release on Thursdays. Had to go to some Coastal Carolina guys because we're talking about 11-1 this past season. Really fantastic, fantastic year. Highlighted by a bunch of future NFLers like Teron Jackson. C.J. Brewer, I think, is returning to the team in 2021. Also, C.J. Marrable. Uh, Isaiah likely is a a really talented tight end that I like a bunch. Grayson McCall, who's only a richer freshman, that I think has an NFL future when we're going to look at it. And I actually have who I thought was one of the more underrated defensive players on this roster. Every time I'm looking, I'm like number seven's forcing a turnover, five interceptions, seven pass breakouts. Of course, I'm talking about the Jordan Strong, who was actually in his first year this past year with the Coastal Carolina team and obviously took advantage of of his opportunities this past year, so I'm lucky enough to have the Jordan here today to, to highlight the 2020 season and give you a glimpse of him moving forward. He's a junior, so he's going to be a senior next season. He's going to be a 2022 NFL draft guy, and I'm looking forward to just digging into his story a little bit. Before we do, I have to bring you a word from our sponsor, which of course is Bet Online. The Super Bowl is right around the corner. If you are looking to place a bet on any of the sports going on, BetOnline.ag is the best and only place to lock it in after the Tampa Bay Buccaneers just took down uh, the New Orleans Saint last New Orleans Saints last night. It's looking like Tom Brady might go back to the Super Bowl again. If he could beat Aaron Rodgers next week. And if you have a good feeling that Tom Brady might pull that upset against a rod at Lambeau field, maybe you want to put some money down from games, threads and totals to team player and coaching props. Bet online gives you more options to wager than any place online. And there is always the online casino as well. It never closes. So, so head on over right now to betonline.hg today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag and sign up today. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. So now I am joined here again with Mr. DeJordan Strong, defensive back out of Coastal Carolina. DeJordan, appreciate you, man, taking some time today. I know it's been something we've been trying to plan for a couple of days, man. I'm really pumped to have you in here today with me.
1: Appreciate you, man, for getting me on here, and you know, giving us a shout out about our great season we had.
0: Absolutely, man. Absolutely. I mean, I, I feel like there's so many Coastal guys to highlight because you guys have had such a fantastic season. You know, we talked about the 11 and one. I know you had that narrow loss to Liberty in the bowl game, but a historic season for the program who is you know, only a couple years removed from being an FCS program and taking the FBS by storm this year that upset victory over BYU. A lot of great things. And I talked about it in my intro a little bit, all the NFL guys that are on that roster. And I think obviously you're one of those. So I want to talk to you, Jordan, a little bit, because I know I was looking into your background a little bit coming out of Batesville, Mississippi. Obviously, you had the stop before you got to Coastal at Northeast Mississippi Community College in in the JUCO route. So talk to me a little bit before we get into the Coastal Carolina success this year. Just your brief stop in Northeast Mississippi and and what maybe that stop for you really gave to you as far as work ethic or, you know, just the ability to play football and continue to grow as a person.
1: Um, That stop in Northeast really, really... um put a lot of things on me as far as being a leader, as far as being accountable, as far as um, being a team player. You know, um, going junior college, it's, it's guys who may, you know, may not get a chance to play the game again. So you're going up against somebody, they're going to give you, they all, every single play, ain't no lottie gagging, you know, ain't no loafing around. They, they coming at you 100%. So being in junior college, that, this just made me want to work hard, work harder than, you know, I could ever do before and, um, go out there and play aggressive, go out there and just play play my game because, you know, um, junior college, if you don't get no offers, you know, you're done playing football for the rest of your life, possibly. So that's how I looked at it. And, um, likely I ended up getting a scholarship to come here after a great junior college season. Um. Unfortunately, um, it didn't go as well as I wanted it to, but I love junior college as a team captain, um, 3.0, all those good accolades, and um, it just really transferred over here and turned me to the player I am today.
0: Mm-hmm. And you've taken that junior college route. Obviously, you were a player that did experience the recruiting process, you know, twice, in fact, right? So it's a little bit of a different path than some people. I remember when I talked to – Darwin Thompson that went to Utah State, and he obviously is with the Kansas City Chiefs looking to take another uh, another Super Bowl run. He was a JUCO kid, too, and he talked a lot about the trials and tribulations, kind of like what you're saying, right? Like it's a difficult path. I know it is for a lot of people. For you, how much different was just that recruiting process the second time around comparative when you were coming out of Mississippi High School? And just what was, what was your general experience the second time around?
1: Second time around... Um... It really wasn't no sugar sugarcoating between me and the coaches. Um, they laid it out on the table what they needed for me, and I laid it out on the table what I needed from from the program. See, in high school, you know, they really, you know, they they tell you everyth- everything you want to hear because you're just a high school kid. But junior college, you already had two years of experience. So when you making your decision go to the next university, you really don't got no time to waste. So um, you got to come in. You got to be ready to play. You got to be ready to be a leader. You got to be ready step in the classroom and you know do your work, no missing assignments. So that's how I really that was the difference between high school recruiting process and junior college recruiting process. Both of them um both of them kind of kind of the same, but they really, <laughs> they extremely different at the same time. Right. And that that's the that's the um difference between the two.
0: Yeah. And I want to hear about Coastal a little bit, man. What why that was ultimate decision? Cause I have been by the campus. I know it's really beautiful. Obviously, you guys have a lot of great football players there. What was it about Coastal that ultimately was like that was the spot?
1: Um coastal. I'm, I'm about changing a program.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I want to be part of a program when it when it's coming up. That's why I went to the junior college. I went to, and that's why what that would led me to end up here at Coastal. But really, um, I seen a lot of guys were returning. See, Coastal was one of the youngest FBS schools past two years back to back, and they they went they won five games both years, just one game away from a bowl game. So that came, that was a big factor in my decision. I wanted to go somewhere and win, and seeing all the guys returning, seeing the team captains, all those guys were returning. I had some guys to you know look up to that really you know led led me to come here.
0: Mm-hmm. And I know you, I mean, we're going to talk about the offense at Coastal a little bit, because like I mentioned, you know, CJ and Grayson and Isaiah, and there's a lot of great football players, obviously, on that end. But I want to talk about the defense a little bit, because that group, I mean, Tehran's going down to the senior bowl, right? CJ, I think's returning. He's an excellent football player. Teddy Gallagher, uh, Silas Kelly, like there's so many good football players What was it like early on, just obviously being the new guy on campus, all that type of angle as well, but just fitting into what is such a historically great defensive group?
1: Um, It really was a lot of note-taking. See, Silas Silas was returning back from injury, so we had a backup in for him during the spring. And Teddy, Teddy always been Teddy. (laughs) Teddy always been Teddy. And Teddy, he used to come up, talk to me, like, hey, man, we didn't have Jeffrey Gunner at the time. We was like, hey, we getting Jeffrey Gunner. Salah's gonna be like, man. We got a chance to be one of the best defense. In the, we gonna be, he said, we gonna be the best defense in the defense in the country. You'll see when summertime. I'm looking at him like, man, this man just talking. You know, he just he just talking out his neck. And um CJ, CJ, CJ Brewer is much of a leader than he, he get less credit than the credit he deserve. He he our he our president. He 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 the reason we how we the way we go. And um getting here seeing seeing the leadership from CJ, I never seen anything, anything like the leadership that I seen from CJ Bro. And um just being around them guys, Taron Jackson running to the ball, ball 50 yards away from me. He he running everywhere. He'll <laughs> machine. He, um, he unbelievable, unbelievable player. And um just just getting here in the spring and seeing all that from them players and seeing the leadership that they carry. Usually good players usually don't care the leadership that I've seen from those guys, and that, that let me knew we were going to be special before the year even started, and um, that led up to the season we had.
0: Yeah, and obviously it was a great season. I, I want to highlight the offensive side of the football because you obviously see those guys every day in practice. Again, the names, Isaiah Likely, Grayson McCall, C.J. Marrable, like there's so many great guys who are going to play at the next level. But their offense, man, I love the offense because you got some triple option out of out of pistol in there. You got some wing T elements. Like it's so different. What's it like just playing against that talent level, but then also such a unique offense as well?
1: Um, that talent level, we got a receiver, Jayvon Howell. He don't drop balls. Mm. He don't drop a single ball, <laughs> <laughs> and um, he was the reason why I um, reached the um. Level of talent that I did this year, going up with him every day in one on ones. He 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 helped me reach my peak for my junior year. But that offense, you see, something different every single day. It ain't none same. It ain't nothing the same. It's something different every single day. And they running it to perfect. They gonna do it until they got it, perf- until they got it where it perfected. Um, it just it's just crazy. And Grayson McCall with the cannon he got. Um, you see the, the plays he makes in games, you'll see more unbelievable plays at practice. Mm. And um that CJ, CJ Marable being the back he is, he can he can run the ball, he can go out there and he can catch the ball too. You don't know you're at slot receiver, running back, he can do it all. And, um Idell, uh, he really talked a lot. <laughs> he talked <laughs> about his personality at practice translates to the game. And that's the reason he's such a great player because the guy he is, he the guy he is off the field. So he's a leader, and he he all about football and um going against that offense every day really helped us helped us on defense to step it up because we were looking at it as should sure, we getting we getting killed against our guys in practice we may not be able to compete with you know Kansas or anybody else and come kind of find out nobody can stop our offense. <laughs> nobody can really stop our offense and um that helped us a lot this season.
0: Yeah, no, that's a great point. I mean, the best offense that you're going to see on a week-to-week basis is the one that you're facing in practice every day. And I I think that speaks volumes, especially, you know, you talk about the the perceived upset against Kansas. Obviously, Kansas ended up not being a great football team, but, like, you guys dominated them. Then you take down BYU, who was everybody's, you know, oh, that's the the, uh, group of five darling to make the playoff run potentially. You guys take them down. I know you guys were underdogs in that game. Some people were counting you out. I felt like throughout the entire year, a little bit, you know. So, talk to me about this magical season that you guys had again, eleven and one, some big time victories, and just what was it like being a part of what was? I mean, I I I am not a Coastal Carolina historian, but I would say that they had that has to be the most magical season in Coastal history.
1: Um, the magical season. It all started when Corona came around. We already had a spring practice. We already. Uh, just we just was finishing our spring workout. I remember everything just was was closing. And the first day we supposed to originally be back for spring break. Coach told us in videos of us working out. Me being me, I'm thinking this is a temporary thing. It just just continue on from one week to a month to two months until we got back. And um uh, just seeing everybody dedicate, being dedicated, even not being here, God bought in. We, we looked at it as, you know what, we still gonna have a season. We still gonna go out there. And the Sunbelt Championship always was on our mind. So we looked at it as, we still competing until we win the Sunbelt Championship. We're gonna work out. We're gonna do this in the backyard. We're gonna, be, we're gonna take these Zoom calls series. We're gonna learn plays through Zoom. We're gonna do well we can with whatever we got. And um, it started from there. And then once we got back, everybody buying in, it went from, oh, we may not play till we not playing. To, we wanna play, we're making videos about we want to play. That that brought guys closer and closer. And then it gets to the point where, hey, the Sunbelt plan, the ACC plan, some guys not playing, but we're gonna play. And um just just having, just being blessed to be able to play and guys wanting, you know, not knowing this is gonna be our last game. At the time we didn't know seniors gonna get eligibility year to come back. So these guys like, hey man. I could play one game, that'd be my last game of my career. And that's how we looked at it. And um, let's just build brotherhood, that just built, this just built a family with our coaches, players, the fans. And it just led to us having this great year. And um, we looked at it every week as, you know what, we may be an underdog. We've been underdog this whole year. Some said we may not play. The president didn't even want us to come back on campus at times mm-hmm. and practice. So we was like, we we've been underdog this whole year. You know, every week we're on the dog. How are we going to go out there and show people we're not?
0: Right. Absolutely. And I know, obviously, Jordan, you had a phenomenal season. I mentioned a little bit in the intro, right? Five interceptions, seven pass breakups in your first season at Coastal. Just want to break it down real quick. When I saw on film from you. So I saw a very competitive defensive back very nice short area quickness. I think that potentially moving to the next level, teams are going to value inside, outside. I feel like you can do a little bit of everything, Ball skills, zone awareness I thought was excellent. I think that you can do things in man and zone, but I think that there's just such a versatility to your game. You potentially could be that moving chess piece at the next level to do a little bit of everything for you just this season individually. How much did it live up to expectations? What what do you what? Just your general opinion on how well that you played in your first season at Coastal?
1: I think my first season wasn't my best season of football. I think my first season here was just a great a good season a good season for my teammates. Um, for me, for me doing my teammates as far as expectations, I think I I think I held all expectation that was that was you know listed for me when I signed here, but um. I think I had a great year. It could have been a better year if I was 100%. I, I say that all the time, and I'm I'm going to stick to that. And um, I think um, the most important thing throughout the year with my game was just doing what I can do to help the team win, being the brother I can be for my for my, my teammates on defense, um, just just doing whatever I can to put my teammates in the best position to win. And I think I did that in the majority of the games, and it led to 11-1 season. I can't be sad about
0: that. Oh, absolutely not. That's a great point, man. It's all about winning at the end of the day. So I love it. Um, and I want to talk to you about just a little bit um, some influences in your game. Who are some players? It could be past, present, growing up, like whatever it is, some players maybe that you watch a lot, that maybe you model your game after, emulate a little bit, or just maybe just enjoy watching in general.
1: Um, I'll say – I don't really I don't really just compare my game to any other football player because growing up, I always watched boxers or um I'll say or just highly influenced guys like Michael Jordan or Muhammad Ali. And it's crazy to say I'll I'll i compare my game to their, to theirs. Uh, Muhammad Ali doing what we can each round. Forget what happened first round. You might not be down, but can you do it again? Michael Jordan taking everything personal. Anything you say about my defense, anything you say about me, I'm not going to forget it. It's going to be on my mind all summer. It's going to be my on my mind all week prepping for you. And honestly, I'll just say those guys. But if I can look at it, um, one of my favorite football players was Tim Tebow growing up, and that's because of his relationship with God. And I'll say he, he helped my game a lot. More than any other, other player. Another player I could say is probably, you know, Deion Sanders. That's something every every defensive back gonna say, but I say Deion Sanders because um he comes with swagger. I come with swagger. Um, you know, he 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 believed in him, himself to a certain standard, and I do too. And um another guy, another two guys I could say, one is um my neighbor the hero, his name is Shay Thompson. He played almost 10 years with the Steelers, won two Super Bowls. I'll say him because he was small. He came from St. City. I'm small, about the same We're the same exact size, 5'10. Just being underdogs coming from where we came from. And another guy, I'll say Mike Hilton. Um, he, he he'll got he'll guy that I think my game I like more than any guy in the NFL, with him being the size he is and, and dominating that slot position, which I think I could do as well.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, no, no, I think, I think that you're a great fit, especially into the nickel position at the next level. I think that a lot of things you're talking about Mike Hilton, right? He can do things in man. He can do some things in zone. He has that great awareness, but coming off the slot blitz doing all types of things like that's his game, right? The versatility that he brings to the Pittsburgh Steelers defense. I think that's a great comparison. I kind of want to move us forward now because with everything that you guys were able to accomplish, even though, you know, you're losing a couple intricate pieces, obviously the, the bar is going to be risen a little bit. People are going to have their eyes more on Coastal Carolina heading into the 2021 college football season. So for that, what are the expectations you have and what are you guys doing this offseason now early on to really understand that the the target's going to be in your back a little bit and what you have to do to now reach even higher heights? Um,
1: go 1-0 and every day from, from today all the way up to September to that first game. Even then, want to know each day. We we win each day. We're going to win each game. And that's how we look at it. Um, the season, the regular season is now. It, it ain't September. The regular season is now and the all seasons when September come. We, we win games right now. We win the games right now preparing. For the um, preparing for you know workouts, preparing, go to class, doing all those things. That's how you win games, and that's how it translate over. And I think that's what we're gonna be really big on this off season, this regular season. I call it the off season, regular season. And that's how we're gonna win a championship. That's how we're gonna go to the Sun championship and win it, and um, go to a bowl game and actually win it this time. the Season, you know, one and zero each game, and they're gonna lead to us being undefeated. That's how I think we're gonna really, you know kept off a year like last year with an even better year this year.
0: Mm-hmm. And I know you have you you said that you know you even have even higher expectations for where your game can go. You thought you had a solid season, but you can get even better uh, individually speaking. So, what is the next step from a physical standpoint? Like, what is something that you need to work on? What's what's going to take you to that next step?
1: Tackling, um, I think I wasn't. I think I wasn't the best tackler this year. As I, you know, um, junior college, um, that that never was a question with my game. But 100%, I know for a fact, tackling going to be one of the best part of my games next season. That's something that I'm going to really work on this offseason.
0: Gotcha. And then my last question here is, I know it's a year from now, it's probably not, like, super on the front of your mind, but I do think that you're going to be a guy that's going to be valued by NFL evaluators, and I think that you're going to be a guy that's going to have that opportunity to play at the next level. So just – Speak to that a little bit as far as what type of blessing it would be. How long has that been a dream of yours, and just the opportunity to potentially play professional football down the road?
1: Um, it'll be a, it'll be a tremendous, it'll be tremendous for me. It'll be a blessing to just be in a position to change my life and my family life forever. And it's something that I always dreamed of. Being eight years old, um, just wanting to get to the next level, you know, play on the national stage and professional league. Um, honestly, I just love the game of football. I don't want to stop. Mm-hmm. As a kid, you know, you always ask yourself, what what would you be thinking your senior year of college? And I honestly didn't think I'd be thinking what I'm thinking now. I don't really care about, you know, playing for the money or anything. It's just, I love the game of football. And right now, I don't want to stop. <laughs> I don't want to stop this game. And my love going to continue to carry on. So being able to step into you know, the next level, which is professional football league, um, it'll be a blessing just to continue to play the game that I love.
0: Again, we're here with the Jordan Strong star defensive back from the Coastal Carolina, Chanticleers, fresh off their dynamic 11-1 and season. I know there's even higher expectations now moving forward to 2021, and to Jordan's definitely going to be a guy that you need to keep an eye on for the 2022 NFL Draft. Jordan, appreciate it again, man. Taking some time here today. This was a lot of fun. Got a lot of inside info. Got a glimpse into your story. I really do appreciate it.
1: Appreciate you. Thank you. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile